game. I wanna slam fools on the mat. Wanna suplex cats, give them belly to bats. Rock bottom, tombstone, and a sunset flip. So I need you to teach me that. No way. I wanna slam fools on the mat. Hear the crowd go wild when I win the strap. Boom, soft, sharpshooter, and a F5-2. So I need you to teach me that. Um, okay, so I have a list of, or actually you can help me compile this list of really like, I don't know, buildups that were overhyped or led to um, uh, disappointment. So like the buildup to Dexter, the last season of Dexter, like it was so, so good until season eight and it just died. Or uh, the gobbledygooker. You know, the whole, you know, there's an egg that's going to hatch this virus series. What the hell is it going to be? Is it going to be a Playboy? Is it going to be a Playboy uh, bunny? Is it going to be a new wrestler? No, it's the fucking gobbledygooker. Uh, gobbledygooker. Can you name name another one? Uh, Another horrible debut. Or another horrible disappointment. Uh, The Shocker. Another another build up with a horrible disappointment. Shockmaster? Shockmaster, yeah. Because the Shockmaster is this. The Shockmaster is 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 an actual (laughs) human being. Um, what about the giant that's uh, supposed to take down Cody being Shaq? Oh yeah, that's God. That's horrible. What the hell was that? Like, first off, you have this Jade Cargill who's okay. So I had to look her up. Apparently, she's a bodybuilder and a cosplayer. And I was just like, oh, I like immediately my thought was independent wrestler. Maybe I was just like, okay. But when she got on the mic, she was bad. I mean, like she it's she has it there. Obviously, I'm not gonna say that you know you and I are the best. You know, we're not we're not fucking Jake the Snake ourselves. Um, we're we're no Eddie Kingston. We're no Eddie Kingston at all. No, but it was pretty rough. Um, Brandy coming out, kind of like um, you know, cheering her out, saved the whole thing. But mm-hmm. saying that, calling Cody a giant killer, but then the giant that he needs to slay a Shaq is really weird. And somebody also pointed out too on Twitter, how the hell is Shaq going to duck Big Show, but he's going to go after Cody Rhodes? Yeah. Uh, It makes, it makes, a lot of it makes no sense. And and another thing that makes no sense is a recording schedule. Welcome to the Natural Disasters of Wrestling (laughs) Podcast. I am Matt. I'm done. Um, uh, You know, there's, uh, how do Life we happens. go about this? Unfortunately, unfortunately, um, Don and I have become very busy, um, and it's not even because of the pandemic. Really, it's just holidays. Um, if you work in any sort of retail, uh, you know the holidays get really busy, and especially in Don's uh, case, because when you have the holidays and when you have to open a brand new store, uh, it gets busy. It gets pretty fucking busy, unfortunately, on the work front. And for me, especially when you have like three other things going on besides, you know, 40 hour weeks, it's ridiculous. But uh, we don't have a recording schedule, honestly. We just, we're right now, we're recording when we can, which unfortunately means that we're going to miss some news. We're going to get behind on certain events. Like we usually record on Tuesdays, which is, you know, a day or two after a pay per view of some sort. But, you know, shit happens. But there is plenty of news today. Um, and I think we're going to start off with uh, the biggest news of all. Um, that as of today, around 3 o'clock Pacific time. Was it 3 o'clock Pacific time? Yeah, 3, uh, 3.53 Pacific time. Uh, mm-hmm. WWE released Zelina Vega. Correct. Um, and nobody really knows why. Uh, so 
um, WWE put up a post, uh, put up an article saying that they come to the release on Rosalina Vega. WWE has come to terms on the release of Rosalina Vega. We wish her all the best in her future endeavors. But 10 minutes before that, and we shit you not, 10 minutes before that on her Twitter, uh, Zelina Vega posted on her uh, Twitter account, I support unionization. So she just posted that. And then 10 minutes later, WWE posted that they were, came to the release on Zelina Vega. Um, and so obviously, you know, WWE does not look good in this. No. At all. They do not look good at this at all. Like it's, it looks really bad on their front. Um, God, where the fuck do we start with this one? Because okay, so as we all know, or if you've kept up with any sort of wrestling news, and we've covered this before, maybe like the last couple of shows, um, <clears throat> WWE has cracked down on their uh, their wrestlers or independent contractors if you will on using third-party platforms such as twitch such as youtube such as cameo all that good stuff and they place into effect a rule that uh by the end of october that they wanted their uh independent contractors to shut down their accounts to either shut down their accounts or hand over all um logins and stuff like that uh to wwe because what WWE was going to do was all the money that they were making off of their accounts, off their Cameo, off their Twitch, off their all that stuff, they were going to take that out of their downside guarantee. And the reason they were doing this was because you know, these uh, performers are making money off of their WWE names. Um, And WWE obviously um, doesn't necessarily have any uh, ironclad rules on their trademarks or trademarks as far as uh, wrestlers using their names outside of WWE or using them while they're in WWE for other things. Um, they saw how much money, you know, these guys are making when they're not wrestling. And, you know, during the most profitable year, during a fucking worldwide pandemic, they said, oh, the money that we're making right now isn't enough. We need the money you're making on your own, basically. Yeah. Um, which basically led to uh, like people like Paige using her uh, real name uh, for her Twitch channel. I think Zelina Vega ended up using her um, real name uh, for her Twitch as well at some point, and um, and created an OnlyFans as well. Well, she's apparently she's had her OnlyFans, but she kept it really de- uh, on the DL. Um, and it's uh, you know OnlyFans has really been uh, taken up uh, has taken up big in the sex worker community but she doesn't post nudes. It's all cosplay and just very suggestive photos. Um, but she's, yeah, she's done that. And, you know, there's other people that have Twitch and YouTube and stuff like that, or especially in the case of uh, Lana, her TikTok, she's makes, she makes money as she makes money oh, yeah. off of her TikTok and brand deals, which I think kind of was, I mean, I, I don't like to be mean towards Lana because apparently a lot of people like to do this, but I mean, I feel like she was the catalyst after that whole, um, endorsement of bang that she had on her on her tiktok or whatever yeah i think that didn't help um but um you know speculation going around is that you know selena Vega was really outspoken about not taking down her twitch or not taking down her OnlyFans because that's you know that's something she's worked on for a while and that's something mm-hmm. you know especially right now for a lot of these performers is their way of um interacting with the fans because they can't do that at work or they can't do it on the road 
you know, and I, I again, on all accounts, it seems very selfish of WWE to take this away from their performers, um, you know, whether it be for their financial livelihood or for their mental health as well. It's, it really is. Um, I mean, truth be told, like she, I feel like she is the sacrificial lamb for this. Yeah, she's a sacrificial lamb and she's the, um, she unfortunately is like, um, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, she's basically like, this is what's going to happen to you, the rest of you guys. Because she's not the only one that's um, talked about unionization or brought up unionization. Um, Paige, uh, most famously, uh, kind of went on a rant on one of her Twitches, on one of her Twitch streams um, when they were around the time that they were supposed to shut stuff down. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says that she's looking into it and that, and, you know, she's talked to multiple people and read multiple articles and stuff like that about the possibility of unionizing wrestlers. Um, I believe, but I believe other people have stopped, you know, their Twitches and stuff for now. Like AJ Styles, I believe, is going on a hiatus. Um, I think Roderick Strong and uh, Roderick Strong stopped his. Um, uh, Kyle O'Reilly stopped his. Kyle O'Reilly, that's, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, I think Big E shut down his cameo too, I believe, that's, which sucks. Um, but if I'm wrong on that, please correct me. Um, but uh, and then uh, not too long after that, uh, Zena Vega um, streamed. Uh, she streamed after on Twitch, and she responded um, about her release. She said, "I'm sad. I'm completely heartbroken. But obviously, this isn't the last you're going to see of me. I don't know what the future is going to hold. If I go down as someone who stood up for themselves, then you know, so be it." But I'm so thankful. I'm not angry. I'm just heartbroken because doing this, being a wrestler, is all I've ever wanted to do. So I don't really know what to say. I don't really know. Um, uh, and then this is coming from cagesideseats.com. She made it clear that she has nothing bad to say, even if that's what some people tune in for. Instead, she spoke, she spoke out on being so grateful to do what she said to do so long ago, uh, becoming a WWE star, actually living out her dream. It didn't end the way she wanted, but that certainly isn't something anyone can say is her fault. This could be very well the tip of the iceberg for WWE regarding its issues with how the company treats its independent contractors. Speaking of which, Andrew Yang has already spoken out on this. Oh, yeah. Uh, Somebody had tweeted Andrew Yang saying that Zelina Vega is part of the good fight for now unionization. And Andrew Yang tweeted, I haven't forgot about Vince McMahon. Good. Yang Gang is going to get on that. Yeah. Um, um, but real quick, to side, to, not to side note, I don't even want to side note because it's part of the story. Uh, Russell Votes you know, tweeted out, there's a bit more behind the scenes to the Zelina Vega release. Frustration from both sides is an understatement. While it can be directly tied to today's news, Alistair Black recently requested to move back to NXT and was denied. You know, decision, dissensions amongst parties involved. Yeah, um, obviously. So uh, before we go on to uh, Alistair Black, because that in and of itself is a is a big story, yeah. or it's it's a conversation to be had. Um, I saw somebody. Was it on WrestleVotes? Oh no, it was somebody that actually works for Cage Side, or somebody that used to work for for Cage Side. Uh, I think it was Brooke Brenthouse, um, who tweeted something along the lines of, you know, it, the way it came out. Like, okay, so she tweeted, "I support unionization." Ten minutes later, the tweet goes out that she's been released. 
but the thing is is that you know obviously this is probably in the works ahead of time because you don't just it's illegal to just tweet somebody or to just fire somebody over a tweet you know especially about unionization but right. here's the thing is that this is this was in the works a while ago so what happened was selena vega tweeted i support unionization and then you know she just happened she knew what she was she probably knew what she was doing she had tweeted this before the news of her release went out so this makes wwe look so much worse you know on your timeline or in this or in the narrative of it all um so whether it was conscious on her part or just um you know it's just a total accident you know it either way it it doesn't look good it's a bad look on wwe right now um but hey she knows i mean if she's been watching wrestling on wednesday she knows that tony khan isn't has no problem with people having their twitch and whatnot yep i mean she i think she would be a fantastic addition to the women's division of AEW. i mean she's really really when prior i would say her wwe run is probably like her most lackluster run because you know she was in tna and she did fantastic in tna yeah, she was good in TNA. Um, she did great uh, being a manager mm-hmm. uh, for Andrade C and Elmas. Um, mm-hmm. As far as like an actual performer, though, like it wasn't until recently she got more into her prime, or you got to see more of that side of Selena Vega. Because I always, because I, I kind of forgot that she was an impact, but um, uh, I always just saw her more as a heel manager sort of person, and I was I was enjoying that. But as an in-ring performer, I think that's something that we really needed to see uh, see more of. But Who's to say if she even wants to go to AEW right now or where she would want to go? Um, you know, maybe she just wants to stick to Twitch for a bit or her OnlyFans because, you know, that's that's something that she obviously enjoys doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, we're not – this isn't the last we've seen of Zelina Vega. No, it's not the last we've seen of her. Um, um, but she would add to – but you're right. She would add to something to the women's division, um, mm-hmm. especially now that she has a bigger name as opposed to when she was in TNA. Um, the talent is there as well as the name value so uh, you know who's to say maybe she gives the AEW women's division a kick in the nuts that it needs or the lock of nuts rather I should say yeah Um, I mean she's she like any company if she decides to continue wrestling any company she goes to is going to be fucking lucky yeah um you mentioned her husband her uh her dark boo Alistair yeah. Black. Yeah. Brooding Boo, Alistair Black. Um, Owner yeah, of Black Al- Masculine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So when did Paul Heyman get released? Or when did he get taken off of Creative of Raw? Was it in June? Yeah, around June. So it was around June. Uh, Paul Heyman got, re- got taken off of his Creative Control uh, position. Or, or you know creative of raw position mm-hmm. and since then uh it was somebody else and then uh, bruce pitcher has been in charge of that ever since then so bruce pitcher is running raw and smackdown still i believe um right. and during the paul Heyman era of the new raw or of the raw between uh, or the wwe between pitcher and Bischoff, uh pitcher and Heyman, uh Heyman kind of really made it a focus of raw to showcase younger talent so part of that was Apollo Crews, was Aleister Black, was a little bit of Ricochet, um, uh, you know, Mustafa Ali. Is it Mustafa? Must- Must- Mustafa? Mustafa. Mustafa. 
because um, yeah. I was reading an article about it and they were just like, yeah, it's not the correct pronunciation. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not really familiar with the uh, names from that area. Um, but, from the Chicago, uh, you're Chicago. not familiar with names from the Chicago area? No, I'm not. I'm not familiar with names from Chicago. Eh? It's Mustafa. It's Mustafa. Eh? Mustafa, go get me a pop, eh? Um, <laughs> But basically, Heyman was using a lot of younger talent. And a lot of the talent that was brought up from the uh, the NXT raid that they did in, like, was it early 2018? Yeah. Um, and, you know, Alistair Black kind of had, a, like, an up-and-down run ever since then. But around the pandemic, once uh, once the pandemic started, Alistair Black got a really big push. Like, yeah. it, lo- like it looked like he was heading towards a championship, and, which would have been great. I mean, Alistair Black has... Uh, the look and the and like the he's the powerhouse that you want your champion to be like just how drew mcintyre is right now I mean, alistair black has all of that and i think he has a more interesting character um but ever since paul Heyman got taken off of that control you've seen less and less of alistair black well you've seen less and less of alistair black you've seen less and less of uh you've seen less and less of everyone pretty much like I mean, Apollo Crews was just on SmackDown tonight, but, you know, he hasn't been on TV for a minute. Um, for example, Andre, Andrade. Andrade as well. Uh, the whole Andrade, Humberto Calio stuff, like that mm-hmm. was, you know, that was pretty big around the Heyman era. And like, even then, like it kind of took a dive. Honestly, by the time Heyman was gone, that was already tiring anyways, especially mm-hmm. with them and the Street Profits. That was kind of overdone a bit. Um but just like, yeah, a lot of the younger talent uh, kind of started getting less and less TV time for whatever reason. Um, I mean, we kind of know the reason. Uh, unfortunately, Bruce Pritchard is still stuck in the 80s. Um, but, you know, it it's unfortunate. And so, like you had mentioned, um, Aleister Black had requested to be moved back to NXT, just like Finn Balor, uh, just like uh, Charlotte kind of went back for a little bit. Rizango, Rizango, yeah, um, and you know, uh, unfortunately, they turned him down on it, and I think that's that's a waste. That's a waste of talent uh, because if you're not really, do- I don't like, I don't understand why you do this. Like, you're not necessarily using him for anything in particular on Raw and SmackDown, and like, okay, maybe yeah, you're using him for uh, for main event, but it's not like you can't, you know, have him go from the Performance Center to the Thunderdome or whatever, and have him do main event. Like his character, like he's already well set up with the NXT audience. His they already know how to use his character as far as writing and storytelling over there because he was there for so long and that's where he got really popular. I don't understand like why you can bring back Finn Balor or you can bring back Rizango, two op- two very opposite spectrums of star power, but you can't bring somebody that's kind of on the rise and finish it there. Like if the NXT title is supposed to mean just as much, if it's a third brand, it's supposed to mean just as much as the Universal and the WWE Championship, why not have him go after the NXT title again? So the way, here's the way Vince McMahon looks at it, and this is just my perspective looking in. Like, this is the way I see Vince McMahon looking at this, is, you know, you you put Finn Balor on NXT, you put Charlotte Flair on NXT to bring in ratings. Yeah. Um. He doesn't see, to me, I don't think he sees Alistair Black as a ratings draw. Which I don't understand because, like, to be fair, when they were doing Alistair Black on Raw, like, they didn't really give him time to build ratings or, like, they didn't, they didn't okay. let the investment sit there long enough. 
they, you know, they very hastily threw things together. Yeah, well, like you know, it's like putting money into like you know investing ten dollars in in Netflix, and then being pissed it's not like ten thousand dollars in like three weeks. You know, like they did. That's the same thing they did. They didn't do. They did with Aleister Black. Like they 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 were starting to build him strong. They were starting to make him look like an actual character and contender, but then it just stopped because Heyman left. You yeah. know, and you know, obviously you can use that argument. You know, if you're gonna move him back to NXT, but I don't know. It's it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, if you're not an instantaneous hit, then you're not you're not really worth what the money, you know, the paper that you sign your contract on or whatever. Like it's just really ridiculous uh, and like backwards thinking of WWE. Uh, it is. It's very ass backwards thinking. It's it's stupid. It's very stupid archaic thinking it's uh, anyways going on uh, to a little bit of more better news or i don't know how you feel about this uh kenny omega is part of the wrestling observer newsletter hall of fame yes i saw that he's how do you, oh, and he's I, I, hold he's up. the youngest person hold on so there's actually an update to this to which one so this is coming from uh, this is coming from Russell Talk, RussellTalk.com. Um, it says earlier today, Zelina Vega was released by WWE, and it seems it seems the main reason for the release was the new policy requiring performers to cease streaming for third-party applications like Twitch. Mm-hmm. However, Russell Votes is reporting this may going back to what I said about Russell Votes article. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alistair's back. Means, mean roster runs with less than seller. He spent the several weeks hiding in a room, begging for someone to fight him. Then there were yeah, rumors. That yeah, that was weird. Then there, there were rumors he could repackage, and he got he got some. He started wearing that eye patch like Snake Pilson. Yeah. Uh, then he feuded with Kevin Owens, and then and then back to the draft. There's been no official response from Black about the WWE releasing his wife, but WWE is denying that. WWE is denies that they that Aleister Black requested to move back to back to uh, back to NXT. Yeah, NXT. Sorry, I my my mind was just like blah, 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 blah. So, so, okay. just, yeah. so, so they're saying that, okay, so Alistair Black, okay, so I don't see a reason for Alistair Black to respond to the release of his wife because, I mean, he yeah. doesn't, doesn't always necessarily recognize his marriage to his wife, and not in a mean way, that's just, you know, he, he kind of keeps kayfabe on his Instagram stuff. Yeah. Uh, or his Twitter stuff as well. It's Selena who, you know, posts more about them. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, WWE is going to deny that, you know. I mean, because who knows? Maybe he didn't ask for it. Maybe it was just an idea somebody had because, you know, things get out in weird ways, you know. Um, I don't know. It's weird. But, anyways, as you're saying about Omega, Omega was put into the uh, Wrestling uh, Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame. 
uh, he was put in with um, Jun Akiyama uh, from All Japan and Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, he was also put in with um, uh, Mediso As Asesino, Karloff Lagarde, and Dan Koloff. Um, and there's already 200 plus people already that are on the uh, Hall of Fame for the Wrestling Newsletter that include uh, Brock Lesnar, John Cena, Chris Jericho, Rey Mysterio, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, and Daniel Bryan. Um, so I don't know. I think he might be one of the younger um, inductees because he's only 37. Uh, and it's interesting, the criteria for somebody to get in, and it, you know, a lot of people kind of had a problem with this uh, because everybody said he's so young, but the thing is, is that the criteria was you have to have 15 years of experience in the wrestling business or be over 35 years old and have 10 years of experience. Um, and of course, this is obviously subjective, like all Hall of Fames are, um, because this is off of Dave Meltzer and his readers, but, you know, they felt that he was, uh, you know, good enough or good enough of a draw or whatever their criteria was for voting him in, um, you know, to put him into the Hall of Fame for the Wrestling Observer newsletter. And he uh, put up on Twitter uh, this comment about it. Uh, he said, I'm not even sure what to say to be amongst those that have done so much for our sport is incredibly humbling. With however many years I have left as an active performer, I will, I'll keep trying my best to contribute something positive to the world of pro wrestling. Uh, so, you know, congrats to Kenny Omega. That's really awesome. Uh, you know, to be a part of any Hall of Fame, big and small, is obviously uh, something to be appreciative of because that means that people really love your work. Yeah. I agree. It's. I agree. I'm. I'm happy for him. I just noticed. Are those the headphones I got you? Yeah. So sweet. Oh yeah, bro. These headphones have lasted me what, like four years? Yeah. No, five, five years. Five years. Five years. Yeah. These are great. I fucking love these headphones, dude. Um. Anything else that we want to cover? Because I think we're gonna keep this a little bit short. I think that is uh, kind of the big main topic for today because um, this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode than usual, but we kind of had to really go into a deep dive of the whole Zelina Vega and issue and just WWE's tactics in general are kind of gross. Uh, real quick, Survivor Series, um, they're already obviously building up their women's team for the Survivor Series women's mm -hmm. match. Uh, team Raw right now is Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke and Lana. Um, on the SmackDown side, it is Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Bianca Belair. And two more spots are uh, going to be filled out uh, very soon, probably within the next week. Uh, There's only one more episode before. There's only one more episode of SmackDown before SummerSlam. So. Oh, yeah, you're I, right. Yeah, they need to get it done next week. Um, also, Survivor Series is celebrating 30 years of The Undertaker. And it's being billed as Undertaker's final farewell. And mm -hmm. uh, just like um, Terry Funk, I'm going to call him a bold face liar. So there, this might be the actual thing. Uh, there are even talks of like the, the Boneyard crew uh -huh. coming back, coming to make an appearance. Interesting. So 
Are you familiar with the Boneyard Crew? Uh, uh, yeah. Is that what? Yeah, it's the Boneyard Crew, right? Is it? Or I thought it was something else. Uh, or is it stand for something else? The Bone Street. Sorry, Bone Street Crew. There you go, Bone Street. I was like, Boneyard doesn't sound right. Um, yeah, so uh, Undertaker has that BYC tat tatted on his stomach, and the Boneyard Crew is him, uh, Godfather, I believe Farouk, and I forgot who else. It's like an inside group thing. It's like it's literally like a gang of wrestlers. <laughs> so um, it's uh, it's Savio Vega. There we go, Savio. Yeah. Uh, Henry O. Goodwin. Godwin. Hog. Uh, Yokozuma. Of course, Yoku. Rikishi. Oh yeah. Brian Adams. Adam Bomb. Mm -hmm. Yep. Papa Shango. So Godfather. And uh, Paul Bear. Of course, yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say, Paul Bear. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, and, and Fuji. And Fuji. Fuji? Fuji. Mr. Fuji? Yeah. Yeah, I believe Mr. Fuji's a badass. Oh, and, and Midian. Midian, too, for some reason. Midian. Oh, of course, Midian. God. Which, which version of Midian did you like most? Uh, Naked Midian. <laughs> <laughs> you are not expecting that response. I, I was not, and honestly, I'm so I'm, I feel so bad because I was thinking of Viscera when I when you said Midian. I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I was like, okay, Midian. Uh, my bad. Um, I'm trying to find who they have for uh, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown right now. Uh, Team SmackDown. No. Fuck. Who is it? Uh, okay, so Jey Uso. No, wait, no. Fuck, this thing doesn't really say who's who or who's where. Oh, okay, so Raw has uh, AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, and Braun Strowman. SmackDown has Jey Uso and Kevin Owens. Wow. Wow. So they need one more person on the Raw side, and they need to gather up three people within this episode or next episode. Wait, it's just Seth Rollins and Jey Uso? No, Jay Uso and Kevin Owens. Did I say Seth Rollins? I thought I said Kevin Owens. You said yeah. You said uh, Kevin Owens. So yeah. I thought Seth Rollins is part of uh, the Survivors. He might have just been added right now. Let me see. Mm, I'm pretty sure he got added to it like a week ago or something. No, on this one, the most recent article I had found, it just said those two. We're professionals. Da, 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 it's somewhere. I don't have no idea. It's nobody saying anything. Ooh. Okay. Chelsea Green debuts on SmackDown finally. Yeah, she's she debuted in a Fatal Four Way. Um, SmackDown was trash. Actually, you know what? I take that back. SmackDown wasn't completely trash. We had the uh, so we had the final match of Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, I saw that. So now it's over. Yeah. It's finally over. Um, Team SmackDown is Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, King Corbin, and Seth Rollins. Oh, okay. With one more person to be added. Oh, God. Um, I was listening to a podcast. I was listening to one of Eric Bischoff's podcasts, and apparently he's in love. Well, not in love, but he really likes Baron Corbin just because he's a fucking heat machine. 
he's such a heat. I mean, he's a natural heat machine, and it's like he's so just so natural to dislike. Yeah, and that's exactly why I don't want to see him anymore. We're, me and you are both a part of a uh, wrestling group on Facebook called uh, Barks for Life. So check him out. Check him out if you use Facebook. I mean, first make sure to like us on Facebook, but you know, check him out too. Natural Disasters of Wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. But uh, they like someone posted in the group group name a uh, TV show or product, you know, based on the wrestler. And I, my response was, uh, "Everybody hates Baron." <laughs> And I responded with, we said fictional TV show, not a reality show, Don. But everyone loves the idea, too, because there's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, that's what we have for Survivor Series so far. Um, we'll, hopefully, we'll talk about it next week more when we have more information about what the lineup is going to be. Although, we can probably so, find it right now. Here's the thing. is card subject to change because this coming Monday, uh, we have a... So... This coming Monday, we have a match with a new day versus uh, whatever the fuck horrible group that MVP is running. I forgot. The Hurt Business. Yeah, Hurt Business Ooh. for the Tag Team Championships. And then Randy Orton's also facing Drew McIntyre for the Raw champ or the WWE Championship. I hardly look at WWE posters right now. That's actually kind of a cool poster. It is. It it's is. Not bad. Take her from like 2005, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is the this is the card right now. We have Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, uh, both men's and women's. So that's two matches. We have Lashley. Uh, oh, so it's it's a fucking night of champions, like as usual. Uh, Bobby Lashley, the United Raw's United States Champion, versus Sami Zayn, uh, Sami Zayn, who is SmackDown's Intercontinental Champion. Uh, the New Day, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods, who are Raw's Tag Team Champions, versus the Street Profits. For SmackDown's tag team champions, uh, we have Asuka, who is the Raw Women's Champion, versus Sasha Banks, who is the current SmackDown Women's Champion. And then we have Randy Orton, who is Raw's WWE Champion, versus Roman Reigns, who is SmackDown's Universal Champion, who is, of course, under the tutelage of Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, some of these matches are subject to change as some of those titles will be defended on this coming Monday, or, as well as this coming Friday SmackDown. So, who knows? Yeah. Um, knows, I don't. I. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, like the the whole championship champion versus championing is kind of cool. I guess uh, they did it really shitty back in like 2018, 2017, or whatever. When, um, you know, when fucking uh, Raw beat SmackDown by like eight matches mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still don't get the whole having to do Team Raw versus Team SmackDown when you have, when you literally have. Retribution. Yeah. Or when you have, you know, NXT teams like the Undisputed Era, or I mean, obviously, right now you can't do uh, Imperium, but you could have done them last year. No, you don't do Imperium. You do uh, Pat McAfee's team. Well, I believe they're saving that for War Games. Yeah. So, okay, that, I mean, that, have... I can understand that. Uh, you know, you got Undisputed Era versus Pat McAfee's team. You have, you, you have the Hurt Business. Yeah. Like the whole brand supremacy thing is yeah. stupid when you when you think about it because we just had a draft. AJ Styles is fresh to Raw. Uh Sheamus is fresh to Raw. Braun Strowman is fresh to Raw. Matt Riddle's fresh to Raw. On Team yeah, so- SmackDown, Kevin yeah. Owens is fresh 
Yeah. The frogs is fresh. It's just it's just so weird how they do. I don't know. The whole uh, Team Raw thing for the women's division, I'm fucking over it because, like, I'm sick and tired of seeing Lana put through a table every fucking week. No, I still like it. It's, like, it's not even good. It's not even good heel heat for Nia Jax. It's just stop it heat. Yeah. But we will continue shitting on this more and more next week. Uh, Donald, where can they find you? You can find me at E-L-D-O-N-B-R-U-J-O. That's Eldon Brujo on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Pornhub, OnlyFans, OnlyFans, um, X-Videos, X-Videos, Roblox, X-Hamster, Minecraft, um, Minecraft, whatever. Um, I am Pending257 on Twitter, and you can find us on our our podcast Twitter and Facebook at TeamDW Podcast. the blog is coming soon. That's all we're going to say from now. We're not even going to put on Dan on it. It's just coming soon. Um, but um, I don't know. Just like the state of fucking wrestling apparently right now. Would you call this an episode? Uh, I'd say it's a fucking disaster. Okay. Oh, you're so